Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Still streaming. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Online at 98kupd.com. That's a cold cock. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Wednesday. It's 545. This is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brett. Big Dick Toledo. Uh, we're ready to go on this glorious Wednesday morning. It's chilly outside. It's in the 30s in most of the valley. That's uh, that's officially when you can start saying, all right, it's a cold morning. It's I nice. pulled out a couple of plankets last night to put on some plants. Oh, did you? You planted up? Is it cold? Is it cold enough for that? Where are you at? Well, it was saying it was going to be 33, but that's then close. the rain came in. Oh, you had rain last it, night? Yeah. Oh, no, we didn't get any. You'll be all right. Yeah. Ronnie was one of Get the plankets out there. I just put I, this one in there. Do you use like towels or do you do the... No, they're called plankets. Yeah, you actually get that. Ones, yeah. I bought a roll of that uh, mesh yeah. plant stuff. Landscape. Massive roll of this stuff. I've never once unfurled it. It is huge. It's like I bought a carpet. It's the size of a carpet roll. It's gigantic. And you'll have to stake it down too nah, that if the wind picks up. Other than that, you Please, can lay I'm it I'm not on doing there. any of that work. I didn't. I'll go out there and throw towels on it before I'll, I'll go cut another slice off of that thing that's that's, that's always good the pain the, in the ass the beach towel I, front yard oh fine by me yep. save a couple bogan via big deal I, I don't care if it dies yep. i replace it i'm not i'm not going out there covering anything this is so italian that yeah, is such done. an italian that's that's true of relationships with family or <laughs> friends or anything. if it dies you get a new one i don't yeah, want the big effing I don't know deal what you guys are doing out there you don't have to problem. worry about it you just have to make sure the water's out of the fountain yeah and- <laughs> hey tony we need a new best friend Tank took one in the ass last night. He's done. We we lost him. He's dead. We got to replace it. Screw that covering everything. Yeah, I, I've done it a couple times. I'm like, that's enough. You're right. It's like this stuff. If it's not hardy enough to survive yeah. 35, it's uh, I am. I'm not either. I'm not supposed to be out there covering it up. Uh, you, you're out. So you're an outdoor plant for Christ's sake. Act like a man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I can't. I've done it a couple of times. I'm like, I'll just replace it. And I've got tons of those things. But every time I've talked to landscapers about stuff, 
Like make it so it's plants I don't have to go outside yeah. and, and, and yeah. dress up or light fires by. <laughs> Felt so bad once in my old neighborhood, the ficus trees, this guy had tons of them. Oh, these things were 25 feet tall, and you're told, like, oh, it's, he lost the outside of them. So they just burned back in, and now they're just sticks. They were ficus sticks, and I had to wait for them to come back, and they looked horrible. But it was his whole front yard, and it was over in But Arcadia. they did come back? Well, they weren't the same. They were so big, and you know, they insulate themselves. And I said, we had a big cold thing, and you just saw that. They turned brown. Everything fell off. I've, yeah, ficus trees are babies. So, yeah, if you're right, it's chilly. It's cold. Don't stand in it. Just, you know, be smart. I was at the uh, – I was at – Brady, I was at high, high society last night. You, uh, Brett, you won't understand any of this. Oh, and Brady, you probably won't either. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in a different – I was at the, the Wrigley Mansion at a – at a lovely cocktail Christmas uh, party for the Phoenix Theater. Uh, that's right. Very that, nice. That's why I didn't understand that's that. Right. That's, that's exactly what I roll with. It's okay, very gotcha. gay. There's it's your happy Very, hour. very gay event. And it was the Twink Theater. It was Twink Theater stuff. And I uh, went to the Twinks. The did neighbors. you donate to the arts? I did. And that's how I got my, uh, my uh, pass into this glorious occasion last night. I had donated into the arts in the past. But it was nice. It was a really – it's a beautiful place. And if you've never been to Wrigley Mansion, it's awesome. And you go and uh, drive up. The grounds are redone. And it's a, I've been riding my bike past this thing for so long. And it's just uh, – the redo of the outside is stunning. The inside's awesome. I haven't been there in years. The views are incredible. Uh, we had a blast. Uh, Michael and Troy, the, the, our gay neighbors, were there. And we were hanging with them. And just a great time. Uh, and then uh, – so you go up the big hill to the top of the Wrigley Mansion. And uh, there's a valet parking and all that. And I give my Jeep – it's between a Bentley and a Bentley. I mean, there were, it's all that are up there. My Jeep's sort of stuck out like a sore thumb. There's a couple of nicer cars. You, you, you tend to notice the Bentleys. Who's this hillbilly? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I'm rolling up with Kim Petras blasting on the, you know, the slang and sound <laughs> super theater and, just, and laughing. We're having a good time. So I give the keys to the, to the valet, and my Jeep is the push start key, right? So I'm like, it's in the cup holder. You're blah, blah, blah. Get the name. Go inside. Have some fun. Uh, goofing around inside, we all leave. We're like, let's go. We're gonna go grab something to eat because it was just, it was just, you know, cocktail food, but community food. I wouldn't eat because it was all even in a high society. Even thing, with the twinks, you those wouldn't... people have boogers on their hands just as much oh, as anybody man. else. And besides, those twinks were probably in the bathroom oh. giving handies like mad, like every chance they got. It was like actors just being Oscar, actors, Oscar right? style. And they're all celebrating this uh, equal rights bill that Big whatever night. that, that uh, you know the, the Protection of Marriage Act got signed and. Don't think I didn't notice that in Joe Biden's speech, he said it was a blow for against hate. I, I got gotcha. you. I know what you're doing there. You blew hate. Uh, okay. So anyway, I'm there at the thing. And then we leave, and we're all going to take the Jeep. I hadn't, you know, one cocktail, I was fine. Everybody else was pretty much done. And so I go down to get my Jeep from the valet. Now, you've seen how they valet cars. They're stacked. They pile them in there, yeah. right? And these valet kids can park. Well, he jumps in my Jeep, and he's like, where does the key go? And I'm like, it's a push start. I, it's the worst thing of valet is when you can actually talk to the guy. Yeah, I'll just like, take it. I'll just take the car. Oh, I can't. I'm like, all right. I can't get this thing going. I'm like, you can't start it. I said, use the key fob. Push with the key fob. Sometimes it resets that way. Uh, and, and his problem was he wasn't putting his foot on the brake. I'm like, he's a valet. He, all these push start cars. I'm like, he should know. Put right a, he's pulling Bentleys in for yeah, God's exactly. sake. They I'm don't like, use this, keys. The Jeep is the most confusing. Maybe it's because it's so hillbilly. He just doesn't know what's going on. So I, I go, I walk all the way over to the car, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I'm like, do I go back to the holding pen after I show you how to start the car? Can we just go here? Uh, 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 you can take it. I'm like, all right. Start it up, get in there, and I start pulling out. Well, 
the Jeep started like, what the hell's going on here? It's a, am I on a rock or a curb? Nope, I was climbing a Lexus. There, it was so close to the car next to me oh, no. that the tire oh, grabbed no. the other one and just whoop, and my Jeep just climbed on top of this Lexus. And I'm, I didn't know, even to that point, because it was, I'm like, that's an odd thing. So I checked to see if the brake's on. I'm like, Jeep's acting weird. It's like dragging. <laughs> <laughs> so I get around the corner. I'm like, that was weird. Come around the thing and park to go pick everybody up right there by the where the valet was supposed to pick me up. And this guy's looking, and he's got the valet running to go grab his car, and he's staring at me, and I'm looking at him like, what? And he looks down, and I thought of Brett because the valet came back, and I watched him go, psh, 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 whisper to the valet and then point at me, and I'm like, what do I do? Still oblivious to the fact that I just monster trucked Alexis. So uh, I'm sitting there waiting for everybody to come out, and the valet comes, excuse me, sir, do you think you hit that car over there? I'm like, maybe. I said, how close was that thing parked? Because all I did was go straight. Um that man said he heard a clicking sound and something. And I'm like, all right, we'll go over and see. And we went over, and the bumper had – the tire did definitely rub against and probably pop over. And I'm like, okay, well, there you go. Man, oh, man, I am the nicest person alive because everyone there said, this is like the valet. Like, you're too nice. He should have been the one pulling that out. And I'm like, yeah, but I was the one who did it. I, I hit the car. Yeah, we, uh, are, they're going to ask for your number. Give them a fake number. Like, what's wrong with you guys? I ran over this guy's car. Even some strangers like, I wouldn't have given Is that your real number? And I'm like, yes, that's my real number. I did it. Yeah. But, but the valet, they're, resp- Wrigley is, they're responsible for this. And then I'm starting to get like, hey, yeah. Because you look around at Wrigley Mansion, you're like, they should pay for this, not me. He's, but then I'm going to get the valet fired and everything else. So I gave my real number and my real name. And I've just been uh, lack uh, asleep all night, like thinking I should have gone Dave Pratt. I should have said somebody like that and sent them off on that deal. Paul Marshall at KSLX.com. Yes, exactly. And, uh, Let me give you my email. It's very good. It's uh, Bodie McBoatface at youradick.com. <laughs> but, yeah, so I, I, I was surprised at humanity in the high society how quick everybody there was like, I wouldn't have given him that. That's his response. You pulled your so own the car gays hit and run all the time. <laughs> Evidently, it's homosexuals that are denting and scratching cars like crazy because this this gaggle of actors and all they did. All, and then I realized I'm with a bunch of actors. They would have started acting. Oh, lay the winds blow from the east. This car could not possibly have been damaged by thee. Like what in the world's going on? Yeah, they all were telling me. Oh, you're too nice. And it was like contagious. Like he, he you shouldn't have had to pull your own car out. I'm like, yeah, but I did. And Did you feel like, uh, I mean, the worst part, maybe feeling like, ah, oh, I'm an old man now. I didn't no, know it was. Because when you look back and see how tight he had those cars parked, I, I guarantee you he's done it a couple of times and hadn't said a word. Those are, it's, you can't make a, you, with a Jeep tire, you can't make a turn. Like so, you have to go so straight and then back out. And it, like, oh, but, straight. You know, yeah, and nothing there was straight. So it was like really – so I just made the turn, kind of climbed the front end of this little Lexus. And, oh, what are you going to do? Did, did they know you work for KUPD and not uh, KDKB? I mean, did they get that kind of screwed up there or what? Uh, probably, yeah. They probably <laughs> did. Like, I don't like him. Let's just say he hit a car. They probably – but I'm, the one thing that I was happy about was he parked me next to Lexus. I bumped the front end of that Bentley off, and the next thing you know. So the, probably the cruddiest car. And the excitement, the fact that you rear-ended somebody. <laughs> well, I didn't rear-end anyone, Brady. That would have been great. The rear-ending was, there would have been like party favors and poppers. and. But uh, yeah, I just, with the back tire, went over the side of it. And it made this click sound, but it didn't climb. It just kind of rubbed it. And I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. 
But other than my car, I hit the cruddiest car in the parking lot because it was like Bentley, Bentley, Lotus, Bentley, Lexus, Jeep. And then God knows what was on the other side. But, you know. And then I started thinking to myself, yeah. I started getting all grouchy. Like, that kid should have pulled my car out. That's his ass. I didn't know where, I didn't know how he parked it. And he had the tire turn. It was right on top of the other one. I'm, and it was so close, I'm surprised that the tire itself didn't like, take out the mirror. We're just going forward. It was too close. So, but it's still my fault. Did you call Blown somebody away. and start crying? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I don't know what just happened. The car, I think it moved. Uh, but I thought the emergency brake was on. Turns out I was towing Alexis. <laughs> so sorry to that guy who's listening or not. Uh, and He's I, not listening. Call me. Not. Yeah, give me a ringle dingle and we'll talk about this. I'll blame. But, that, you know, then human nature is to figure out how you can get out of this. And that's all I've been doing since. I'm like, no, responsible. And I had to remind, like everybody was saying, like, guys, I hit the car. That's my deal. I, yeah. I did this. Like, there's, it, he, yes, he should have pulled it out. Yes, he should have been able to start my, but no, I pulled the car out. I hit the thing next to me. I didn't even know I did it. But so sorry. But on the guy. other uh, side of it where the person didn't contact, you know, it was a, just a blatant door ding. Yeah. Like a scrape across nothing. Doesn't care. See, I don't know the door dings. Like, I don't think I've ever gotten somebody who's been honest about a door ding. I've never gotten like a note or anything. I've, I've had bumps in the car. I'm like, somebody just got me. But I don't know who. I don't, this was I enough beyond a door That's ding. A I mean, it's like then. Four, four inch. Oh, they scratched I mean, it. Yeah. So they're actually driving by and hitting. Yeah. yeah. See, that's kind of what I was doing. But it was the cruddiest car in the parking lot. The hillbilly rube in the Jeep decided to roll over Alexis at the Wrigley Mansion last night. And there I was. Just that guy. Why didn't you bring Megan's car? Oh, that would have been better. <laughs> that would have been it better. It would have fit in. Yeah, it would have yeah, been a little bit better to have <laughs> the Maz sitting in there. But, nah, the Jeep is fun. I like driving the Jeep. That's a better one. And then we piled gays in my Jeep. Turned up Kim Petras and Sam Smith and tore out of there. And it was loud, man. It was loud. Unholy plan, rolling out of the Wrigley Mansion with a carload of gays. I mean, that is like the e-ticket to hell. I mean, the priests just pass out when that car goes by. It was fun. But, eh, what are you going to do? I was just shocked at the human. Not one person said, you're doing the right thing. Everybody was looking for angles on how to get out of this. It was pretty impressive. People I didn't know. The guy at the thing goes, did you hit it? And I'm like, yeah, it's the bumper just kind of. It's clicked out. I think I could have pushed it. It's like it was almost like Lego. Like I think I could have just pushed it back in. It just kind of pulled it off. And I'm like, yeah, that's not the right thing to do. You got to be responsible. Now that you're all set right now to do the right thing, when that call comes in this morning, you know that valet did a horrible job. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, out. I'm gonna. Yeah, when he says it, I'll call the. I have a bone to pick with Mr. Wrigley Mansion. Please, is he around? I believe his name is all over the what? place, Mr. Wrigley Mansion. I didn't pull it out. I want to talk either. to the Gum King of is that right? Phoenix. I don't even own that car. If it was a Bentley, I'd have left. I did think that. Like, if I hit that Bentley, I would have left all those gays behind. Like, we're leaving. That's it. We're done. And I'd have driven right out of there. But I didn't. Bad. Shane Orlando has Bentley skins That's all over the place. exactly what I right have to there. Slap a little Bentley skin on that. You'll be fine. Just come on down to the shop time. We'll take care of you. Don't worry. Shane, I hit another Bentley. Yeah, that'll happen. Come on down. But uh, it was weird because I've never done that before. So now I'm, I'm this guy, waiting again, on a call. Be, and I'm waiting. Might on the not call. happen. Maybe, maybe not. It, I mean, there was if there's any. I mean, the valet had to search for the damage. That gentleman, right, and that was the thing. Brett would have popped. That gentleman right there says he thinks you hit that car. He heard a clicking sound. I'm like, yeah, snitches get stitches, man. Yeah, because I, I didn't even realize it. I knew so something. So it'd be wasn't up right to the there. valet to finally 
when the guy comes out to get the car. To tell him. The, yeah. yeah. Another guy might Maybe have he didn't. bumped into you. Well, Should have threw the valet right. 50 bucks to him, shut up. I thought about it, but, I, you know, and there was my other dilemma is that I walked all the way over the, across this, you know, 40-foot parking lot to my car, uh, and I had to start it and pull it out, so I didn't tip him. I'm like, I got it. I got it. Oh, you larried him. Nice. Uh, well, I mean, I did, I did kind of larry him, but it was, he didn't do anything. <laughs> I don't tip valets that, you, that don't do anything. If, I, if he just <laughs> held my keys, what's the 10 bucks for? Here's your keys. Like, thanks. I could have put these in my pocket. You Here's were, some guilt. Yeah, you were useless. <laughs> Happy Hanukkah, kid. You get nothing. <laughs> now, hopefully, you make up on it with a Bentley guy. But you didn't even. Put, you can't even start my Jeep. I'm with so you. I you know, to pick, you pick if up I have the to car. walk over to get my car, all that guy did was hold my keys. He was just a purse that was way too far away. He made my night more inconvenient. I had to stand there and yell across the parking lot. No, no, no. You got It's a push button. I can't get it started. I'm like, uh, can I walk over there? Well, you're not supposed to. Uh, I'm doing it. And I walked over and I go to start this stupid thing and he's just staring at me like from outside the car. I started it. I'm sitting in the driver's seat and I'm like, I got it from here. Okay, sir. Thanks. I'm like, yeah. And then I run over another car. I'm like, oh, God damn it. This was his job. Come on. You got to admit, handing him the money and then going to get your car and pulling out of there. It's just, a, just yeah. doesn't sit right. I can't reason, but do I it. Did. I've done uh, it in no, the past, but yeah. last night it was like, well, because it was kind of, it was almost embarrassing standing there screaming back and forth with the valet that he can't start my Rube Jeep. It What's that? It doesn't start. It does to start. It's, Where do you put the key? You don't. You push the button. I saw your mother last yeah. night. <laughs> hey, don't you say about my mother. <laughs> it was exactly that. So I'm like, can I come over there? 30 feet from where I'm standing to get my own car? Well, he parked it there the first time. I know. How did he turn it off? He would have had to hit the push exactly. button. Exactly. Uh, if, look, he may not have been a bright valet, but he might also have been uh, just, you know, having a rough night. This guy says the valet probably smashed the Lexus and the kid played it off and he couldn't oh. start your vehicle, so you'd get blamed. Oh, yeah, look what you did. See, <laughs> this is how people think. That's pretty good. And I, was, I don't know how he got my number. I, I don't know what's going on. I didn't touch Who is him. this? Was, pardon me. I wasn't even at that event, sir. <laughs> But I, yeah, all I felt, all I kept saying to everybody is like, I hit it, I did this, so it's like I'm the right thing to do. And plus, it was a Lexus. It wasn't like the highest end. So I'm like, that's I, if it was a Bentley, there's a good chance I'd have just four wheeled right down that hill out of Wrigley and right back down to 24th Street and gotten the hell out of there. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Just call the guys. Yeah. Call an Uber. Yeah. Turn all my lights off so you can't see my license plate and get the hell out of there. Where did you go? I had to go. I hit a, I hit a Bentley. I had to go. We we live close enough. You could have hoofed it. Uber. Yeah. Sorry about that, sister. You're on your own. The gays know where you live. I had to go. But yeah, so that's how that night went. And it was, you know, now I'm just waiting for that phone to ring. Hi. I'm the guy with the Lexus. Oh, you were the other poor guy at this event. Well, what is that supposed to mean? Come on, dude. Jeep, Lexus, Bentley, Bentley, Bentley. We were the we were the dirt people. I mean, yeah, and again, it was. I walked up, and the worst feeling in the world at this stuff is you think it's just you know happy hour, right? The theater people, um, jeans, nice shirt, 
walking up there, and I'm looking around. This dude's in a scarf, and he's got a driving cap on and this mohair coat and these beautiful ladies are in gowns. I'm like, who has time for this on a Tuesday? Oh, people who don't have jobs. They just Their money does the work. Loaded. You're going to get a call this morning. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it's Beth McDonald. I think oh, you yeah. hit my Lexus. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't, bitch. You want to roll? <laughs> All you have is time off. Bondo that yourself. But yeah, the uh, everybody was all gussied up, and I started to think to myself, Ascots, by the way, that's my future. Ascots, that's a power move. We were talking about. I wanted a driving hat and a scarf because the guys that came in wearing the the little driving hats and scarves look like you know Sean Connery's you know assistant or something. Like you're like this guy looks great, and then a dude came in in an Ascot shirt was unbuttoned a little bit. He's got a tighter on. I'm like that's the future of Johnny right there. Was it- on the outside or tucked A little in? bit of both. A little, had a little, little uh, That's where I'm like that. He walked in and people just were like, dude with an ascot. It just Important. shouts cash. Important. Yes. Something's okay. going on. And homosexual. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, like, he, he's an important homosexual. You like gonna that. be like McCloskey now and just start driving with the fingerless gloves? Yeah, and everything I was else. McCloskey <laughs> tries that. Like that that knob drives around with fingerless gloves. I won't do that. I'll just run over people who do it. I think I might have last night, but yeah, I didn't hit a Bentley. That was my goodness. He's got the driving gloves. Then the Warner Brothers shirt still wears out with Bugs Bunny coming out of the pocket. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> but the ascots are solid, the, and that's the thing. That's like at a, especially at a gay event. You come in in an ascot, and everybody's like, that's the man to blow. Ladies and men, everybody that you're getting blown in an ascot at a theater event because you are the most important guy there. That's Russell. You're rolling in like you Russell. You are Russell, the guy with $250,000 seed. Hello there. I'm going <clears> to <throat> tighten up this ascot here and make sure I look beautiful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they, uh, he was a head turner, and he didn't look anything special. And he had some weird, like, the glasses you could tell were expensive, too. Like, there's a certain part, like, the money that was floating around there, like, ascots. That's it. Trip should wear ascots. Trip would be a good ascot guy. I bet you he's got a couple he throws in at the country club every once in a while and goes in there dressed like Fred from Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> that ascot's solid. And then you do. You kind of look at it like, that's something. That dude is something. I'm going to try it once because I'm unimportant. Everywhere I go, I'm like, I'm always the guy that looks like. Isn't it funny when you uh, notice something like that? Like the first, when I moved out here. Oh. Early '90s, it was when Jets and Sticks oh, was yeah. open, and I go in there, and um, all of a sudden the door opens up, and this guy, there's there's three women that come walking in, and this guy's in a white suit He's with Bermuda shorts, so matching. It was a custom made cabana suit. suit. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's great. In the mid '90s, when they tried doing dress shorts with suit, yeah, to- yeah. I watched Tom Thomas Hearns, the Hitman Thomas Hearns, wandered into a place wearing that once. In a way, that might be the coolest Who's thing. Who's that? And it walks by you, and you're like, that's either the dumbest thing I've ever seen or the coolest thing I've ever seen. What's Ascot's his deal? Right. He's a day trader. Yeah. <laughs> I always look like I'm Spalding from Caddyshack when I'm at important events. I look like someone else dressed me. I don't <laughs> I don't know how to do it. You got it from Negroes. Yeah. <laughs> you want to try it? This is great. I got it from a Negro. <laughs> Spalding! That's me. I should have a one of those stupid uh, sailor caps, uh, skipper caps, and I am Spalding. But it's, yeah, so what are you going to do? And then I get home and I see that some lady, again, right on the heels of the new segment I should have listened to Holmberg, I've been telling you guys to drive in that HOV lane for the longest time. If you put it in your mind to say, the HOV lane is available to me, if I get caught, I'm fined. But I beg you to ask yourself the question, 
if you're driving in the HOV lane and the fine is $500, and I told you January 1st, 2023, you give $500 to the state, you can use that lane all year. Would you do it? Of course you would. It's a great membership price. I've been using that HOV lane in rush hour, not in rush hour, whenever I want, like crazy for years, never been caught. I'm due up. I feel like I should pay my dues. If a cop pulled me over for it, and I've talked to plenty of cops who are like, we are not wasting our time looking for passengers and cars to pull over. Something stupid has to happen for you to get pulled over for that. And he goes, yeah, you really have to be a dummy to get Let pulled over. Let alone delaying the oh, process. Oh, you're in rush hour. The yeah. cops don't want to pull you over from the far left lane and move. It's a pain in the ass for everybody. They're not doing it. So I've been using that like crazy. And if they do catch me, they're like, that's 500 bucks. I'm like, totally worth it. And if I get caught three or four times and I'm spending $1,500, although I have been using that lane for, yay, 20-plus years, it's still kind of a fee that would be a little heavy. But for 500 bucks, seems worth it. Some dumb lady driving around uh, the HOV lane got busted. It was on the news because she was so dumb. She had an inflatable Grinch in the passenger seat. Well, you're just drawing attention to the fact that you got something stupid in your car. The cop's going to look at that. So he sees this big green Grinch with his finger in the air. And she thinks, nobody's going to notice. Well, she got pulled over. Of course she did. He followed her to work. You're an idiot. Make <laughs> sure. You're a dummy. Yeah. You put a green. People notice green people. The cop might not have been looking. He looks over and sees a grin. She's like, oh, dumbass. I got to pull her over. So use the lane, but just do it with a little, with a set of nuts. Drive around with nobody in that. Or put a hat on the passenger seat. That's what I've done a couple of times when it gets real. Some sunglasses. Some, yeah. just, just up on the, you know, the headrest. Put a cap on it. Cops are not looking for that. But this lady decides to inflate a Grinch and think that she's got the world fooled. They blurred her face out in the news and everything. But the, cap, the cop's camera picked up like this moron. And the cop was like, I do appreciate the festivities. Uh, like, that's a wonderful time of year to do this kind of stuff. But, uh, yeah, she still got the ticket because she's a moron. Don't draw attention to yourself. Officer Coggins, um... Yeah, and then it was real. We're going to take it to my place. I'm Officer Christian. Uh, was it Coggins? Something I like think that. So. Yeah. Rico Blaze. Better known as uh, King Nuts a lot. <laughs> I noticed you have an inflatable Grinch. Some things on my body get bigger and smaller as well. Would you like to see? Look who's getting inflated. And I'll tell you this, from the picture of her, even with the pixelation, she's something Rico would have liked. <laughs> she could have plopped over into the other seat. Grinch. You were asking for it, dummy. If you're going to drive in the HOV lane, just do it. It doesn't clog up anything. It does. Look, if you, if you can't find somebody to ride with, you're doing the same thing everybody else is doing. You're just getting there faster. Don't do it when a cop's in the lane. That's dumb, too. Just know that if there's a cop behind you and you are in the HOV lane, there's a good chance you're going to be paying that fee. But that is, I call, I call it the HOV membership fee. If I get caught... The, the dues are up. And I think it's about four or 500 bucks. I don't know for sure. Maybe even cheaper than that. They sh- it should be about $500. That's a good fee. That's what I would pay to use all the lanes. It works great. If you've got one of those electric cars, it works. Or I don't understand that either. Like if you've got those environmentally friendly vehicles, you can ride around alone in it. Right. And I thought there are, you had to have the plates. Right. You can have a plate. And there are only so many of the plates out there. But I'm seeing... But well, if you drive a Tesla or something, you can drive. You in just do it. Yeah. yeah, you can get yeah. in there no matter what. And if you have an extra passenger, you can do it. So it's not about like clogging the motorcycles. Lane up. Motorcycles, yeah. it's not about clogging the lane up. It's just a revenue stream, and I'm fine with that. But please, people, 
Don't don't be morons. Don't take don't take my words. Use that HOV lane and have an inflatable. Like if you got an inflatable ET or something, you're an idiot. You're, people are going to see that. Anything inflatable, just get a real person, like a mannequin-looking thing, like a real one, and plop them down. Cops just going to look over, see some flesh tones. Make it white though, because they do notice the black people. <laughs> they get doing an HOV lane. Just put your real doll in there, and right, get something more authentic than a Grinch inflatable. You're a dummy. I thought I'd get away with it. You're an idiot. And you're the office moron, by the way. You think you're the funny one, but nobody likes you. You see Susan and her stupid Grinch so she can use the HOV lane. She thinks she's so funny. If she does marry Catherine Gallagher one more time, I'm going to punch her in the nose. And I got all nervous and I put my fingers like this and I like to smell. All right, that's 30 years old. Stop it, Susan. But, yeah, so the world has just gone haywire. But I will run you over and I will uh, just know this. That if I hit your car, I leave my number. And I feel pretty good about myself for having done that. So the cops didn't show up or anything? No. Like Rico left. didn't show up? No. Rico showing up would have been pretty sweet if Rico was there. Oh, my God. All right. Looks like we got somebody ramming into somebody else, which is my favorite type of crime. <laughs> Who do I summon? I'm the guilty party here. Ooh, looks like somebody needs to be punished. Who's this over here? This is my wife. Too skinny. <laughs> you have about four or five more of those and stack them on top of each other. That's a good woman. <laughs> yeah, Rico's the man. He posted. But yeah, if I run your car over, I will. I will do the honorable thing, and I ask you to do the same. It's the holidays. The last thing you want to do is wander out into a parking lot and have that. But valet guy played a little bit of a part in this. You can't start a car, probably not qualified to be a valet, right? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, he made some cabbage last night. Yeah, he did. You got Christopher's right there. Yeah. That place is gangbusters. And then the mansion had the theater, Bentley. I mean, that. I don't know how Arizona's theater, having done a couple events now, I don't know how that place isn't like the greatest theater in all of America. Bentley after Bentley, fur coats. Just money pouring in and out of that thing. And my dumbass. Maybe are they the cheapest people. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> they, they, but I don't know. That, there should be some great productions. They're doing Cinderella right now. And a lady came over and said, did you get the tickets for Cinderella? Uh, yeah. Are you going? Um, I got a lot of stuff going on right now. Oh, well, we'll make it so you can make it. Like, what, what about next Wednesday? I'm like, oh, I got a work event. Okay, then we'll move it. I'm like, damn it. How many shows are there? How many times do I have to dodge? We'll come to your house. How many times do I have to dodge going to a play? I know how Cinderella ends. You get doing Reservoir Dogs anytime soon? I might come to that. Uh, The musical. Uh, Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? It's Wednesday. We're halfway through our final week of 2022. 585-9800. That's the number. You tell us what you want to hear next. We'll scream it together. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Arizona's most powerful rock radio station. He said fully erect. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.